The diehard Eagles podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. My bookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match. Up to fifty dollars. That's thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN. Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas. That's better than Vegas. Finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. Welcome everyone to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Justin and Rob coming off a once again, disappointing loss, fourth loss in a row for the Eagles, bringing them all the way down to three, eight and one, but there was a little bit of life, a little bit of hope. Jalen hurts came in the game, gave him a little bit of spark fourth and 18 had a touchdown pass to Greg Ward. Then they get the kickoff return for a touchdown. I'm standing up. I'm yelling. I'm starting to believe in this Eagles team. And then, of course, they let uh, Aaron Jones run for 75 yards and destroy any hope we have. But really, the big story coming out of the Packers game not only did we lose, not only did we not cover, but Carson Wentz has been benched. Robbie, how did you feel knowing that Carson Wentz got benched? And do you think? We witnessed his last start as a Philadelphia Eagle. Wow, what a week! Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that we've been calling for for weeks here. Uh, maybe not weeks, but at least you know, starting last week, you know, clearly he's been struggling. Clearly, uh, the whole offense has been struggling as well. Obviously, it's not just Carson, but you know, he's been missing receivers. He's been playing poor. Then the moment actually comes. You don't know when it's going to happen. It actually comes. They put Hertz in. You don't know. Is it one play? Is it going to be more? Because you know Doug loves to put him in for one play. Um, and you see, he plays the rest of the game. And and I got to tell you, it was it was a little bittersweet. Uh, maybe the the human in me felt a little bad for Carson uh, getting benched. But look, it was absolutely the right move. Um, and it was exciting at the same time. And it's still exciting for next week. I mean, I I, I think you saw Hertz come in. And, you know, it's tough to really evaluate him. It's his, you, you know, you can't just compare his play in that half to, you know, Wentz. I mean, Wentz is a veteran at this point. That was literally Hertz's first game with any meaningful uh, snaps. But the kid played pretty well. He had that nice uh, strike uh, to Ward for a touchdown, he had that nice bomb to Rager. Uh, it just seemed like he had a little confidence, whereas Carson. 
you know, seemed so shaken and so uh, kind of shell shocked, beaten down uh, from getting sacked, and maybe rightfully so, somewhat. That you know, I, I do think Jalen came in. He was able to spark something with his legs. Um, you know, where do we go from here? I think Doug made the right call. I, I think you got to start hurts again. You got to see what he has. He's, you know, it's a tough game to come in and start, uh, you know, to start, uh, you know, the saints have a pretty good defense, but uh, let's give him a week. Let's give him two weeks. Really. I mean, he, he may end up playing the rest of the year. Hopefully this will light a fire in Carson um, and maybe it'll let him see things from a different angle. And you know, he's going to have to work his tail off this off season. I, you know, as to your question, is this his last game starting Carson? I think the answer is no. Uh, the team just has way too much uh, invested in him. I mean, his new extension has not even kicked in. Uh, it's over $30 million in cap hit to get rid of him. So I, I think the answer is yes. He starts again, even if it's not this season, the only wild card in that is if Doug stays, I don't know where you go. I I don't know how you rehabilitate him if Doug stays. So if I'm a betting man now, I, I say he does start again. Maybe not this year, unless Hurts really struggles. But I I think next year he gets the chance to compete again. Yeah, I would be shocked if he starts again this season. You have four games left. Just give it to Hurts. See what we got in them. See where we're gonna. I don't know. Just where we can evaluate things in the off season. It is funny. Everyone always uses that term of, uh, well, we'll see. Oh, maybe that'll give him a new angle, new perspective. It's like, yeah. I mean, he he just he just can't be in the game anymore. And it was just so brutal these past few games, this past month, watching the offense. There there have been glimmers of hope, and I'm of the mindset that a lot of his issues are mental. He's not he's not seeing the field. He's it feels like he's seeing ghosts in the pocket, not going through his progressions properly. Like all the stuff that he really excelled at previously, he's just completely rattled. There are moments and there have been moments this season where he's made some spectacular throws on the run and, and even evading pressure. So I think the physical ability is, is there to get him back to, you know, where he was. I, I don't know if it can happen. I, I certainly don't think it can happen with, you know, Doug P coaching him up. So there needs to be a dramatic change. I, I think they're going to get rid of Doug P and, you know, bring back Carson, bring back Jalen hurts, let them both compete for the job with the new head coach and just see what happens. Justin, what, where are we going from here? And what was it like when you saw Carson Wentz get replaced this Sunday? Yeah. I mean, uh, what can I say that already hasn't been said? Um, <clears throat> it was bittersweet for sure. I mean, I think when, uh, Carson Wentz came in in 2016. We were all excited. We're uh, we're really happy with what we saw. Um, <clears throat> he was a little raw and unpolished when he came in, but then obviously uh, he was able to get a uh, even a better during the 2017 season, and we saw that um, MVP caliber play from him. But obviously, it's not there anymore, and we've waited and we've waited long enough. And uh, it's sad to see him benched, but as a fan and um, wanting to see, you know, what we can do with the talent that we have on the field. I think it was right to make the change. Now, um, like Rob pointed out, I mean, Hertz played fairly well, but it's hard to figure out. It's only a half. We'll see what he can do. But um, with Doug P, I mean, who knows uh, how much we can actually <laughs> see of Jalen Hurts and how good he can do. But I would say, 
you got to stick with Hertz for the rest of the season at this point. I would. Um, I think you got to kick the tires on him, see what you really have there. Um, with Carson's contract, I really don't see him going anywhere, like Rob just said. Um, unless maybe we can possibly trade him. We'll see. But um, if Carson does stay with us, which I anticipate that he will next season, I think uh, you got to see how Hertz does the rest of this season, have them compete at the beginning of next season, and really make Carson earn it now. See if he's willing to put in that effort, you know, be first yeah. in, last out. Um, and I agree with you. It's mental more than anything. I don't think it's really physical. I don't think he's injured in any way. I don't think the injuries are really setting him back. Um, but the only bad thing about that is that I don't think he could really get out of this mental hump here. You've seen the hesitation from him. And I think that's the, one of the most exciting things we actually got out of Hertz is that we saw a little bit of confidence. We saw some energy and we saw a little bit of excitement there where I feel like every time I was watching Carson play, it was just, I, you just saw inconsistency Pinky. and then you saw a lack of confidence and yeah. I'm watching him play and I keep going, okay, that guy's open. There's a good pass. Please catch it. Come on, Carson, come <laughs> back to life and be around the receiver so you could catch it and we could say you're good again. Yeah. And it just wasn't happening. Well, so. yeah. And he, he was, he yeah. was running when there wasn't pressure and he was, you know, forcing throws. They didn't need to force. He was just missing a, a ton of open guys. Jalen hurts comes in and I'm, I'm skeptical about hurts as a long-term starter, but I do think the one thing you can, you can't accuse Jalen hurts of is overthinking. Like the guy just doesn't, I mean, we saw, <laughs> we saw his wonder sure. score. If you, if you listen to his interview, he does, he doesn't strike me as like a, mm. you know, intellectual deep thinker kind of guy. He's instant reaction. And you know, Doug schemes up some schemed up a decent offense. And again, who knows if that was Frank Reich, but even in 2018, when Foles came in and Foles gave them a spark, it was a lot of read option stuff. It was a lot of quick, um, you know, because it's a lot of quick throws and that's Doug really sticks to his guns with the West coast <coughs> offense. In spite of the fact that that's clearly not the system for Carson. I do think there is a world where Jalen hurts succeeds in this offense. I realize things have really uh, turned a corner for the worst, maybe in the Carson Wentz era. Guys, I I did it. I unsubscribed from the AO1 newsletter. Oh, <laughs> wow! Just Carson wow. Wentz. Big Carson move, Wentz's Sean. organization. Yeah, you know, even even though they had a Cyber Monday sale, you're taking it out on the kids. <laughs> no, I mean, it, uh, listen, the charity works great, but that's, I I don't want to. cold, man. I don't want to. I don't I want don't your know. Cyber Monday merch sale coming in Monday after like a brutal another brutal loss. But getting to uh, you know. <laughs> Close it out the season here with Jalen Hurts. We got four games, two of which are division. We got a Saints team. We got we got the Saints or sorry Saints, Cardinals, and then uh, Cowboys and uh, Car uh, Cowboys and uh, Washington Football Team. What do you uh, who do you think benefits the most from Hurts coming in, Justin, on the offensive side? I, it seemed like he had a deep shot to Rager. Do you think anyone else in the offense is going to pick it up? You always see a lot of times when a when a backup comes in, one you know some of the guys deeper on the roster uh, end up end up end up benefiting. Yeah, I originally want to say Rager because I think maybe they can build some chemistry because they're both uh, new. But I'm actually um, I'm thinking Miles Sanders can maybe finally benefit if uh, if Doug wants to give him more than those uh, eight carries a game that he's averaging the past oh, two games. God. But I'm thinking maybe Doug will play it a little bit safer with Hertz and run the ball a little bit more. That's my hope. So um, I'm hoping in that phase of the game, uh, maybe 
uh, Miles can benefit from more runs. The other thing I noticed too, and uh, this, I don't really blame Carson for this, but if you notice, Miles has dropped a few passes from Carson, and yeah, I've noticed his reaction to some of them where they haven't been, you know, completely in the zone of catching. But Miles should have gotten it, but he seemed like he had to bend down a little bit lower and whatnot. Maybe uh, Hertz can throw him a little bit better of a ball, and he'll be a little bit more confident in his receptions and uh, get back to the. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many things to be pissed off about, but Miles Sanders as a pass catcher. I mean, one Doug is, is limiting him by the number of carries that he, he's he's given him, but that he's really dropped a number of passes. And and some of it, you're right. Some of it is they're not the greatest balls. But I mean, Miles is an athletic guy who should have decent hands. Uh, I I still don't understand the drops there. It's just you know one more one more thing that's really sucked this season. Robbie, uh-huh. I know you're you're not a Doug P guy at all. You're you're completely out on Doug P, but. Do you see him actually changing the offense at all to fit Hertz's talent? You know, um, before I go there, one thing I want to point out too about Hertz, um, you know, I think it is worth noting that he he may not be the most physically gifted quarterback. That's not always the the determining factor. I mean, if you do look back at his college career, he did show an ability to persevere. I mean. The situation he went through in Alabama, where he was benched for Tua, then he came in in that one game, rallied him to victory, ultimately transferred to you know Oklahoma and finished the runner-up as a Heisman. I mean that that did show some mental toughness to to kind of you know persevere through that, not give up, transfer, come back and have a stud season. So um, you know whether that helps us or not, I, I I do think it's an interesting story to keep an eye on. Uh, as we watch him play the next couple games, um, you know. With that said, as to as to Doug, I, you know, I, look, I don't expect any wholesale changes. I, I, it's going to be more of the same. Um, you know, the only thing I will say is it does seem like Doug found it much easier to call plays for Nick Foles with yeah. the kind of read read option, quick mm-hmm. throws. And maybe that fits a little more into Jalen Hurts' skill set. So, I, 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 if I was betting, I would anticipate seeing a little more of that this week. The read option, quick throws. Maybe Doug will even throw a slant. What a crazy concept! Have, a, me, have a receiver run a slant. Well, so, I, I mean, and I think Sean, you know, I think the people that are going to benefit are the receiving core in general because I do think. Look, Carson can run, but he's he he he's not really a, an elusive kind of runner. And I'm not saying Hertz is the most elusive, but the defense is gonna have to respect his ability to run more. So if you have someone spying or you have the defense keeping that in mind, you would think it only has to help the receivers get a little separation, maybe the tight ends as well. Yeah, I and I think maybe maybe Rager gets a little something going. I, I'm a little worried about Rager. I mean, a lot of it is can you really evaluate him with the way our offense is struggling? But then you see these film cutups of him, and he's not you know running the routes the greatest way, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll see. I I think maybe mixing it up at quarterback, giving them a little spark. I I do think, and and maybe this is just wishful thinking, but I, I do think Jalen Hurts. Interesting play in DraftKings this week. Now New Orleans has a pretty good defense, but he's he's only fifty one hundred. He's basically the cheapest you can get a quarterback in DraftKings, and I think they're going to design some runs for him. He had five carries for twenty nine yards in limited action. I wouldn't be surprised 
if Hertz ends with 70 or 80 rushing yards. And I wouldn't be surprised if and when they get down by the goal line, they call his number a little bit. Uh, a couple of people on Twitter, my uh, my buddy Blake Wexler, Eagles fan, threw out a a uh, you know a, a tweet joking around suggesting that they're going to bring in uh, Carson Wentz for some gadget plays to have him <laughs> come in and just show up for one play, throw one pass, or just hand the ball off one time. Like <laughs> uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to uh, see how things shake out. Justin, four games left. We're three eight and one. How do you think we end the season? Assuming Hertz plays the rest of these uh, four games, uh, I think we can still pull. You know, go two and two. I'd be happy if we could go two and two down the stretch here, um, especially beat some division rivals there at the end. Um, I, and I think Hertz could do it. I think if we, I mean, the one thing about Carson is uh, in the beginning of the year he was just killing us with the turnovers. He was actually not turning the ball over all that much the past couple of games, which is yeah. nice to see, but he, he wasn't able to score though either. And I shouldn't put that all on him, but our offense wasn't able to score either, whether it be Sanders, you know, fumbling down the stretch there or not down the stretch, but um, at the beginning of that giants game, I believe when we were in the red zone. Um, so I, th- I think we could play a little bit more, you know, simple of a scheme, a little bit to what Rob, I think was alluding to there with Hertz and we might actually be able to, you know, gain some points out of it and leave it to our defense to make sure that, you know, we can hold some, some wins there. So we'll see if, if we went two and two, I'd actually feel pretty good about that. Five, 10 and one Justin's calling it Rob. Do we, does Hertz uh, bring a spark to life? What do we close this season out at? And what are you, what are you honestly rooting for? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> You know, I'm so torn at, at this because uh, at, at this point, I kind of do just want the draft pick. Um, Rob, how dare you? You know, I know, I know. We're but, not the you Sixers. You can't trust the process we're anymore. Um, <laughs> we're six right you know, now. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I think we beat Dallas, and that's it. I, I, I think we we win one game of these final stretch. But yeah, you know, I want to be clear. I'm not. I'm not going to be uh, judging Hurts on the number of games that we win in these next four games. I don't think that's fair. And I think, again, we have to keep in mind, he is a rookie with, and he's going to be having his first meaningful plays. We can't compare his play directly to Carson Wentz. Who's in what his fifth year. So well, look, I, if Hertz I, plays better than Carson Wentz in his fifth year, then that's yeah, fantastic. I, I think but, if we're comparing him to Carson Wentz's play, we're doing Jalen hurts a huge favor. I mean, well, I, yeah, I, I agree. and that's a good point. We may be, but at the same time, I think we do have to keep in mind. He is a rookie. It is a learning curve. He's going to have to learn how to read defenses. He's going to make some mistakes, but honestly, I'd rather see him go out there confidently make the throws. If he throws some picks fine, I, but I want to see him have the, you know, uh, have the decisiveness to make the throws and show me that he can make those throws. And I thought you know, on those throws to Ward and Rager, he did show some decisiveness, and I thought they looked like a nice pass. You know, I, I I've gotten the sense, even with Carson lately, with some of his passes downfield, he's he's chronically underthrowing people, and he's floating the deep ball, and it's just, it's not a nice ball, and and it seemed like Hurts, he just threw a better ball, quite honestly. So what it what now I, I like the analysis, Rob, but what's the what's the record? Give us a number. Yeah, we're winning one more game. Okay. I, I have us beating the Cowboys. All right, and and let's be honest, 
this season, if it ends up being a total wash, which it, it certainly feels like right now, the fact that we, even in a five, 10 and one season, if two of those wins came against the Dallas Cowboys and we could sweep the Cowboys, I'm fine with that. I, I really am. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on record right now. Four and oh, seven, eight and one. Sean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. I, I, I do think he's yeah, going to, come on. I think he's going to bring a little bit of spark. We see this all the time with rookie uh, quarterbacks who are running quarterbacks. It takes a little while for teams to figure them out on the defensive side. You are dreaming. I, I am. I'm dreaming of a run baby. December, Doug, let's go. Uh, you been on this game. And for the record, what we're going to see happen is we're going to beat the Cowboys. It's going to be so fantastic. We swept them and then we're going to see them steal the draft pick. We wanted yeah. uh, <laughs> right in front of us for the second year in a row. Well, and, and, and speaking of that, if we do end up with the top five, top 10 pick, do we draft a quarterback? And if so, who, because it seems like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they're probably going to go one, two. Yeah. What would you do, Justin? You're on the clock, say fifth or sixth. Now, I, I haven't I haven't started doing my draft prep yet, but is there anyone outside those top two quarterbacks that are uh, a little bit interesting to you? Uh, at the moment, no. I mean, I and I I think I told you guys this today. I love Fields, man. I I would give up a couple first first round draft picks in order to move wow. up to get him. Um, I I think Fields is your guy. I think he's. Uh, uh, a mix of, uh, you know, Russell Wilson in there along with uh, uh, who else? A little bit, not quite Kyler Murray ish, but you know, I think he has the the attributes of Russell in him. He, he has the legs, but he could throw a nice ball. Um, I don't know if you guys got to watch that. What was it? Like QB one on Netflix back in the day when he was in high school, uh, he just seems like a winner. He oozes it. I like the kid. Uh, if we could move up to get him, I would take him kind of like the way we moved up to get Wentz. <laughs> uh, if you guys remember, I was really high on Wentz at the time. Are you still taking credit for being him. ahead of the curve on that draft pick? Uh, at the, oh, in 2017, <laughs> I was, but yeah, then uh, now in 2020, I mean, it's 2020. What are you going to do? So, uh, but yeah, that's all. I would say if we could get fields, I'd go for him. I know he wasn't an option in this hypothetical, but that's kind of where I'm at. And I got to do a little bit more analysis. This college football season hasn't left uh, a lot to look at at the moment. Yeah, it is weird. Obviously with a bunch of these big name programs, not playing as many games, big 10 all over the map, I'll throw out a name and uh, he's, he's, you know, the BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. Again, uh, I, I don't know. Mm. Maybe he's just a little overhyped, but the couple of games I've watched of him, I, I like his presence in the pocket. I like his release. I like the way he handles himself in the pocket. I'm kind of high on Zach Wilson, and I think he will. I I bri have briefly looked at a couple mock drafts. I think if you're in the top ten, Zach Wilson could be in there, and it'll be interesting to see because if it, I, I do feel like the combine affects you know these guys a little bit, and there and there certainly will be some. Uh, some, you know, guys going up and down here based on that. Rob, have you, have, has your brain start to process the fact that we could get a really high pick? And if so, do we go quarterback or anyone well, jumping Sean, out at you right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to in this hypothetical. I assume we've traded Carson. Yes. If we have it, then obviously do not go for a quarterback. I, I don't think we should, but cause he's just yeah. eating up the cap. 
but I just wanted to put that in. No, there. I mean a draft draft uh, Zach Wilson have Wilson hurt <laughs> QB factor and Wentz. Yeah, oh, come on. True. So my it, fault, guys. My it's, fault. But was, we're we're one of those factories yeah. in China with the suicide nets where the workers jump off because they they don't <laughs> want to work in the factory anymore. That's kind of how Carson is right now. Uh, Honestly, I'm not sold on the QB at that pick. I think we will have Carson, so I don't think it's realistic we trade him. Um, You know, honestly, I'm inclined to go third times the charm on a wide receiver uh, for that high. I I think, you know, maybe you can get like I I started to look at the receivers coming out, and there is I forgot about him because he's not playing this year, but Jamar Chase. Uh, who was at LSU last year? Um, I mean, he was arguably the best wide receiver in college football. Uh, you know, previously, the the guy's really good. I, I mean, maybe you take a guy like that and you just go for the really elite receiver that hopefully is a can't miss. Although Howie will do his best. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm I really want us to get a stud linebacker. I'm just not convinced. I want to take a linebacker in the top ten. Yeah. Um, when we have so many other needs. Uh, maybe you go with a a good. I wouldn't be opposed to a solid uh, cornerback if there's a lockdown corner that that seems like a good pick. That would probably be my second uh, second alternative. Uh, if uh, if Carson's there, I'd probably go offensive line. Actually, uh, just you know, out, I, I I thought about that, Justin. But I'll be honest, I I I'm not that worried about our offensive line long term. I mean, I know it seems absolutely terrible right now, but. You know, I was looking at it in our potential line next year, and we have, you know, Mylotta again, second best graded offensive lineman this past week. Uh, you know, was the stat I saw. The the kid is playing well. Uh, quite honestly, probably the brightest part of our season so far. His development. I mean, it it really is astounding. So you know, say you have him at left tackle next year. You have Samalu, Kelsey. You get Brooks back. Hopefully, he stays healthy in Lane. You know, if those guys stay healthy, all of a sudden your line becomes a strength again. You know, even if Kelsey retires, I think you can bump Samalu over to center, and then hopefully Driscoll or Dillard can fill in at at uh, left guard. So, while I agree we should draft linemen, I don't think we necessarily have to do it with that top pick. Yeah, I, I think mean, my argument there though would just be the health. Like we haven't stayed healthy. I don't think you could depend on Lane with that ankle injury, and then Brooks too, the second Achilles. And I think Herbig though, I thought would be move, the guy to move to center actually for Kelsey, just because he's played center or was backup for us. But um, you could be correct there with Samalu, but uh, I don't know. I just I I'd like the depth. It just seems like that's been a a consistent issue the past two seasons. So we'll see, but I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, either way, Howie will screw it up. So who knows <laughs> if he's there and God, we got to get rid of Howie. I, I can't take Howie drafting a, a receiver top 10, even if he is quote unquote, can't miss. I, I think mm. the issue with the offensive line, I, I like loading up on the offensive line, maybe second, third round. The thing is if we're picking top 10, top 12, you have to go tackle. And yeah, I, I think Rob laid out a good case there with with Dillard as your swing tackle. I, I do like Melata locking down left tackle. I think that was really one of uh you know Howie's better moves. And then you for know, sure, uh, Lane should be back healthy-ish. I mean, really, we almost need a little bit more help. I think interior because Jason Kelsey, who knows if he'll come back? Yeah. He's certainly up there in age, but you can't really take a center. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a Quentin Nelson type that is so dominant at the guard position you have to draft him, but uh I would be surprised. So I I, I think it's kind of a toss up there. 
Ryan, uh, real money Kramer saying uh, they should draft Trey Lance quarterback, North Dakota state. But I feel like that is just a troll by Ryan that <laughs> <laughs> uh, suggested we go back to the North Dakota state uh, QB. Well. we'll leave them there for the giants. <laughs> well, the giants don't need a quarterback to win as you've seen from their season dominating five and seven, moving over to the <laughs> saints game. Let's talk about the defense matching up against this new Orleans offense. And Taysom Hill, we keep making fun of him on uh, SGP, and the guy keeps winning, keeps covering spreads. Not a, I still don't think he's a great quarterback, but figuring out ways to win. And, and kudos to Sean Payton, their defense has played well, helping him out. But as far as our our defense matching up against him, I kind of like the matchups for this Eagles defense at home. Their run defense has been kind of their strength, and I don't know if. You know, we've struggled these past two games with these giant alpha, you know, Megatron type Devontae Adams, um, DK Metcalf. But I think a guy like Michael Thomas, I think Darius Slate can actually handle pretty well. And I, I think our run defense is pretty solid. I, I maybe I'm crazy, but I, I kind of like our matchups uh, defense holding this dome team outdoors in December. Maybe we get a little bit of weather. Rob, you're a, you're still local. Is there a chance we get a little weather come Sunday? And what do you think of the Eagles' chances on the defensive side of the ball against the Saints coming up? Great question. I just pulled up my weather app. Uh, you know, <laughs> it looks like there's a, a chance for rain in the morning as mm. of now, but it looks like pretty mild, 56 degrees. So damn global um, warming. You know, we'll have to keep a uh, keep an eye on that. I mean, I, I Sean, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think you know, hopefully our, our run game and, and our, you know, our run stopping ability, I should say, and our defensive line can keep Tyson Hill in check, you know, not the most prolific passer out there, obviously. So that also plays into our strength because our secondary, you know, minus slay is, is certainly our weakness. So, um, you know, my fear is just, I think Peyton could get creative and, and run a bunch of crossing routes and uh, clearly our linebackers are lacking. So that that's really where you attack our defense. I think you, you start picking us apart over the middle and, and get people in space. Yeah, that's certainly the concern. And I, uh, you know, random bright spot though. I, I like the play of Alex Singleton. I, I feel like the guy is always in on tackles. He's always around the ball. And speaking of the ball, we, we got to get a fucking turnover. We're the only team in the NFL where our cornerbacks have not had an interception this season. Justin, what do we, uh, what do you think of our defense matching up against the saints offense? No, I think it's actually a, a great uh, matchup, especially against Hill. I mean, he's, he's a bit of a running quarterback, obviously. I think that's kind of uh, our strong suit going against those types of QBs. Um, he doesn't throw the best ball. He doesn't throw a bad ball either. I can't really say that, but I think we could possibly rattle him a little bit, um, especially if he's, you know, in the frame of mind to run first. Um, uh, with a little bit of pressure on him and possibly get him to throw some bad balls. Um, I know you, you guys, uh, pointed out, you know, Singleton. Yeah. He's been playing good. I think, uh, hopefully he could do a little bit better pass coverage, uh, this week though. I know he missed a couple plays last week, um, you know, trying to, uh, get on guys, but yeah, we'll see. All right. Flipping it over to the offensive side of the ball. To me, it's, it's very easy run Jalen hurts run this man. And uh, I think design runs, read options, and keep keep trying the deep shots. He he's, seems to have a little confidence. I love that ball to Rager. So for me, 
It's the quick read options. It's not being able to, or not being afraid to run the ball or even design runs. So I think that's the key on the offensive side of the ball. How about you, Rob? What do you, uh, how do you, how do you feel like we match up against the saints defense? I, I mean, it's hard to say anyone is the key except hurts. I mean, we have a rookie QB starting in his first game. Clearly the game is going to, you know, come down to how he plays, but yeah, I agree with you. His, his ability to be dynamic, get out of the pocket, you know, do some design runs and, and undesigned runs, I, I think is going to be the difference maker if we can win the game. Um, you know, I, I like to say normally Miles Sanders, but for some reason, yeah. Doug just refuses to use them. And I don't think that's going to change this week. You know, I'm starting to wonder like, is he in the doghouse? What's really going on with Miles Sanders and Doug? Because uh, it, it's just, it remains mind blowing how he doesn't get more touches. Yeah, if I was one of the beat reporters, I would just say to him, "Is it injury? Is it practice habits? Is he did he fuck your wife? Why is Miles Sanders not getting the ball more often? It has to be something, Doug." And it would be funny if it was the uh, last option there. Justin, Eagles offense. How are we going to match up against the Saints come Sunday afternoon? I think this is actually a decent matchup for us. Uh, I know Saints D has been playing really well this season, but um, you know they played a couple stagnant quarterbacks. You know, guys who don't who aren't that mobile. You know, Matt Ryan a little bit. I guess he could be sneaky, uh, have some sneaky movement, but not too much. Uh, even Brady, they were able to shut down. But I think with the mobility of Hurts, maybe we can get something going. Um, you know, give them a little bit of a change of pace as far as QBs are concerned and see if we can, uh, you know, get some, get some spark plays there. Maybe a couple solid runs from Hertz, but also like you guys pointed out, uh, maybe establish a bit of a run game as well. If we ever decide to use miles Sanders for, you know, more than eight or 10 carries <laughs> a game, I don't, I, I don't, I'm going to rant a little bit. I don't understand why is he so much of Boston Scott? And I was even trying to to look and and figure out like, oh, is he good in pass coverage? And it doesn't even seem like he's like that much better than Miles Sanders. Like it it, it freaking baffles me. Other than the fact that Miles has dropped a couple passes, I get it. You take him out a couple plays, make him learn. But Jesus, he's he's quite the run threat. What the hell are we doing? But I digress. I'm gonna get fired up. But well, I mean, Justin, it makes just as much sense as the fact that Alshon uh, gets oh more snaps God. than Fulgham, who yes. was the hottest, oh, who yeah. was the hottest cube, uh, wide receiver <laughs> in the league for like four weeks. So Doug thinks, well, we better tame him down. Let's get Alshon involved. I mean, seriously. And he gets asked that in press conferences, and he just there, there's no answer because there's nothing he could say. And that's the frustrating part where you go, well, Jesus, we didn't even put Wentz in a situation where you feel like he had all of the tools necessary in order to succeed. I mean, they're pulling guys now like Peters and whatnot, who, you know, were at fault for a lot of sacks that were taking place. Uh, I'm not saying Wentz isn't to blame for a decent amount of this, but Jesus Christ, give the guy a chance. And it doesn't seem like that happened either. And not to mention it's a guarantee that Jeffrey is not going to be on the team next year. Yes. I mean, he's gone. Yeah. So why are you not letting Fulgham play? Let's see what we have in the guy. Was he a flash, you know, a four week flash and just, you know, we were all, uh, you know, mesmerized by him or is there something there? Let's find that out. This is the time to do it. So why, why are you investing all this time in someone, you know, is not part of the future. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Jordan Howard. Why is he getting four carries? Oh. He was a healthy scratch on the Miami Dolphins, a team desperate for running backs. I mean, literally, they they had two guys out and a guy on the COVID list. 
their running back Dolphins and Jordan Howard's phone did not ring. You know why? Cuz Howie was ringing off the hook to bring him back. I mean, he did have an 11 yard run, 4 for 19. I guess it's not horrible, but god damn it, why is he on the field? It's mind-boggling. Well, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you guys, you, there's nothing to say. But uh, you know, one of the reasons I'm optimistic we got a we got a fresh start at the quarterback position, and we got a fresh start on our own feed. That's right, the Diehard Eagles podcast now moving on to its own separate feed. You can get it over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/eagles. That'll uh, that'll kick you over to the Apple Podcast link, or just plug it into Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can get the Diehard Eagles podcast on its own feed. Subscribe. Throw us a uh, a five star rating. Talk some shit about the Cowboys. Don't curse too much, because uh, then Apple, the communists, will uh, censor it. So, throw us a five star review. Get in. Subscribe to the Diehard Eagles podcast feed. Now that it has its own feed, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Eagles. Final score predictions. I'm gonna get this going. Fuck it. I'm optimistic. We're not gonna have 30 points, but we're not gonna need 30 points. Eagles 24, Saints 21. Let's go, baby. Justin, are you riding high? Are you getting on the Hertz ship? Yeah, you know what? I I gotta believe in Hertz. Hertz a cane. Um I'm not I'm not gonna come out his first game starting and say that we're gonna lose. I gotta have a little bit of hope. I need a spark in me, and I think that that spark is hurt. So uh, I'm gonna get behind him. I'm gonna say that the Eagles are gonna win this game 17-14. Ooh, wow. I like it. Rob, you, realist Rob Donches, they call you. What do you, uh, what do you, hey, I what mean, do you, Sean? <laughs> first of all, let's go a little easy on Apple here. Some of us are, are fans of Apple. Um, <laughs> no, they're just, they're very, I don't, I don't want to tarnish your relationship with them. Maybe they won't, uh, you know, they're going to sell your uh, fingerprint and face scan to uh, some investors overseas. But I, I, the, if you curse, I'm just pointing out to the audience, and we've had this issue before. If you leave vulgarity in your review, it will not make it through as a review. So, Rob, you're on the clock. Give us the realist prediction. You know, I think I think there is going to be a little spark. I think it's going to fall just short, but I think it's going to be 28 <laughs> to 21. Um, you know, I, I actually think Hertz is going to have a decent game. I, I think he seems like a tough kid, and um, you know, I think it it will make things interesting. And if nothing else, I think the offense is going to play a little harder just for something new. Mm, yeah. I, I think, I think it's a little bit of spark. The defense just need a little bit of help. We saw Rager got that punt return touchdown. Everyone got a little bit of fire there. It got a sting extinguished there, but uh fresh start coming Sunday. And again, check out the new uh, feed on its own solo feed, diehard Eagles podcast, wherever great podcasts are downloaded for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Rob, for Justin go birds, go birds.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.